If you're a Kanye West fan, you're not a fan of me, you're a fan of yourself. You will believe in yourself. I'm just the espresso. I'm just a shot in the morning to get you going. To make you believe that you can overcome that situation that you're dealing with all the time. I believe that everybody should have the opportunity to share their views, however noble or odious. There is nothing bigger or older than the universe. The questions I would like to talk about are 1. Where did we come from? How did the universe come into being? Are we alone in the universe? Is there alien life out there? God who created this universe, if it was created by God, is quite clearly a maniac. Utter maniac. Totally selfish. The people who are stuck, the people who are stuck in an image, the people who are stuck and afraid to be honest and dream a big dream. Dream big and dare to fail. I dare you to do that. Because this is living proof that it is possible to make a dream come true. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh, oh, I'm a entrepreneur, activist, politician, uh, you know, who likes this charity. It's like, it's like, I am A, B, C, D, Y, mm -hmm. and that's me. I don't like that. We don't like that. Well, on Twitter, it's like, you're limiting yourself, aren't you, to these roles, like these roles, def and they kind of define who you are, fair enough, but yeah. like, isn't it a bit boring? Oh, it's so vague when I see Twitter bios <clears throat> like that. It's so vague, and what, it's also- the, the, the names they put is vague. What an activist. For what? Why? Right. When? Do we, are how? we talking about staying up late overnight? Is that what we're saying? <laughs> like Greenpeace sitting, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know, like, I... I know exactly what you mean. There are there are a lot of Twitter bios. They're all the same. <clears throat> They're all the same, and and that's like people with a large following and people with not a following at all. Mm -hmm. But you know, it depends what you want to use Twitter for, because um, a lot of people do promotional stuff on their bios and things like this. What do you mean? Or they've been told what to say. Uh, do you know some of this like stuff? Yeah. So like. Um, yeah, so we're saying about YouTubers, podcasts and things, they'll have to like put their website down, put their plugin down, and a lot of them will say vlogger if they are vloggers because they want that to be known as their label. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, yeah, I've recently, mate, I love Twitter, I'm not gonna lie. It feels like it's the only thing I use now. Mm. I catch up I... with family on Facebook, <clears throat> but. I. This is an interesting conversation, right? Because I always thought like, oh, Facebook is done, Twitter's done, yeah. it's like Instagram's, but like, this is not true. It's like Facebook has made such a landmark in, in society. Like, I don't think it's ever going really. No. Do you know what I mean? Like at one point, Facebook was just videos, like, and, and photos and stuff. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, like your, your lifeblood's on it, in it, in terms of like your messaging. I know there's WhatsApp, but your messaging and then also just catching up with people you haven't seen for ages and a bit of stalking you know what I mean yeah 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 and then Twitter's that amazing free news feed yeah and then I don't I don't know really use Instagram so I guess that's just that in photo form mm. with lots of models mm. like what do you think I totally agree I totally agree Facebook will always be huge 
Like, st- like forever sort of thing. I think so. Yeah. What's it got? Like two billion now or something? Oh, like something that? insane like that. Jesus. The reason that like, yeah, I, I, it's weird. Social media. I think I can't come on here and say I want. I want to be cool. To I want to be cool, Nick. Like, I'm sitting in front of you with all your gear. I want to be a cool dude. Yeah. But I can't come here and say. I, I never go on social media this that I, I love social media I'm not going to lie to yeah, you yeah 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 I, I really do um, <clears throat> but I think I think um, you go through stages where certain ones attract you more and I'm yeah. going off Facebook because I was seeing I was seeing updates from people that I don't really know because they lots lots rocks up um, whereas Twitter I started much later on so I I, know, I, I only, I only um, follow a number of people really and their retweets but it's just so funny Twitter is so funny it think, has like, me in tears that. yeah if you follow Ricky Gervais yeah, yeah uh, sure. like people like Bo Burnham oh, just is that, like, is that the um, the bearded guy yeah who's the postman in Afterlife Postman in Afterlife have you I seen Afterlife know. I have I can't remember the postman oh, is. What? oh no 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 he's not him oh, but okay. he's funny too Joe is his name Joe Joe Wilkinson maybe I think he's, so he's funny man yeah man really funny but well, um how's it going Nick I'm gonna see I'm gonna I'm gonna put you in it what was your last tweet do you know oh god do you know I do a lot of retweets though <laughs> so basically the way I see it is if someone wants to tune into whatever my Twitter feed is mm-hmm. I want it to be like you know a representation of what I'm reading and what I'm yeah yeah like my thoughts and stuff so, so if you I, retweet yeah I retweet a lot and but to be fair I wouldn't retweet everything that I agree with I just like you know people seeing different things that they won't see before oh that's cool and what I'm saying there is I'm trying to get all of my should we say um strict left wing friends mm-hmm. friends is probably a loose term I suppose <laughs> um, just to like see an article and think like oh I'll read that get a different perspective because yeah. I always see left wing perspective and they never see right wing I don't think right. that's, that's a good idea no um, so my latest tweet was I really um, like that what's that sorry I, I, I so I've, I've talked to my dad about this before I've talked to a lot of my friends about this a lot of people politically I think social media at one point was trying to be a conversation opener politically, which it should be, because you can share news articles, you can share videos, photos, and things like this. But in reality, it is left-wing people following left-wing people, liking statuses from left-wing people, and right-wing people doing Echo the same. Chamber. And literally, it is it is that. and and. Because, you know, my dad, he's very... Um, nice coffee, by the way. Appreciate it. So good. I literally... <laughs> my head is going, Life nice coffee, blood. nice coffee. Oh, God. He's, um, you know, he's he's got his political views. They sometimes change in certain events. But he openly admitted everything on his Facebook feed was from one side of the Brexit agenda. Sure. One side of political votes. Right. Um, so he's just feeding what he already believes. Yeah. But he's obviously wise enough to like read other articles from the other side and things like this. Um, yeah. So it's a really interesting point and um, I think it's so important to read both sides because you could... It's when sort of fanatics breed from that, just reading the same sort of articles daily, daily. And um, that's good, but you have to see what's from the other side because obviously everyone has their own agenda. For sure. Everyone has their own. I've just found my last tweet. Go on. 
<laughs> so you've got light theme. 20 hours ago, I I've got dark theme. I hate light theme on everything. I want okay, to keep yeah. everything dark. Um, so my birthday's coming up, and yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm so excited. Okay. I, I'm ready to take it to a new level. Are you okay. Are you not scared that you're getting older? N- not at all. It's so weird, Nick. Oh, yeah, you, right, we that is, that, that yeah, is yeah. another conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I honestly, yeah. I was scared of turning 22. Yeah, that's a big one. And now I feel like... I'm already 30. <laughs> nah, I'm turning 24, but I feel like I'm quite free at the moment. And I just, I feel like I'm not scared. I, I, I'm enjoying my time being young. I now define myself as young, which makes no sense. Can so you like, yeah. It was because <clears throat> from 22, I was becoming a real adult and I was like, oh my word, I'm a real adult. Now I'm turning 24 and I'm just, I'm so chilled out at the minute. I don't feel like there's, there's that much, I don't feel as pressured as I was back then um, in the sense of I'm used to being an adult now. Mm. And being an adult is, it's a journey. I bloody hate. This is what I hate about being an adult. Okay. <laughs> you yeah, ready? Oh, yeah, yeah. You ready for I'm, this? I've been ready for a while. Come on. I'm talking about electricity bills, gas bills, tax returns, TV license, the admin of being an adult. Oh my God. I didn't know it was this bad, honestly. Um, and weirdly at uni, I feel like my, oh, I had a lot of help doing it and now I'm just on my own. All that stuff. It's a lot I of time. find it dull. It's a lot of time. Find it redundant. Yeah. It's a lot of time. <laughs> for sure. Um, cool. My last tweet. You ready for this? Yeah. And it's... Okay. I'll say it and then I'll give the context. Okay. Maybe Mr. Brightside is the greatest song of all time. I did see that tweet. <laughs> I did see that tweet. So... Yeah, that's an interesting thought, you know. It's an interesting thought. It's an so interesting my thought. My take on that is... This song that keeps getting played at every club every night, right... Mm-hmm. Maybe we just got to come to terms with the fact that some songs are just that good. Yeah, that was exactly my Le- thought. Mate, we're on the same level. I'm making a playlist. I'm, ma- I'm making a playlist for my birthday, and then it comes up as a suggestion thing. Brightside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you listen to it, and you just think it has to go in there. Right. There, right. because if you're in a room of thirty people, I'm being yeah. optimistic. It's probably yeah. Be a ten or there on the day. <laughs> I'd, say, in the corner. <laughs> I'd say at least at least 10 will sing with passion the whole song I must say mate Mr Brightside better than Gas Bills way better Gas Bills? yeah what I was talking about earlier all that admin oh yeah, yeah adult yeah, yeah. admin I was My like what God. band's called Gas Bills? I, um, I talked to Emily a lot about this and I said I said this has a little bit of hint, <laughs> a hint of truth in it. Yeah. The day I talk to other people about, um, say, on a night out or around someone else's or whatever, about um, the, oh, I don't know, something like buying a new washing machine. Oh, I need to look at myself in the mirror, mate. <laughs> in the sense You'd of hate me then. conversations like that. Yeah. Some people love them. Yeah, I hate them. Uh-huh. I absolutely hate stuff like that. I'm, I'm. It's bad. I need to get. I feel like when you came in here, it's a, it's all right. It's pretty clean, isn't it? Yeah, I say so. I've improved so freak. much, mate. Yeah. My cleanliness has gone up so much, but I still 
things like that do not interest me. They really don't. I feel oh, that is one thing I need to grow up. But that, but that's okay, right? Because like <laughs> you, you're. I think what it is is you just tie those conversations to being a certain age and being in a certain boringness, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm telling you now, it's not. I I'm super that. excited about what washing machine. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm thinking about drum size. I'm thinking about kg load. I'm thinking about what drawers has got and shit. What settings has got? What are you talking about? And I'm dead serious, <laughs> mate. I'm dead serious. I don't know what this is. So that's just it. That's why it's so fascinating. It's like <laughs> discovering the world of washing machines. Like you know, like gas bills. Mm -hmm. You're like, see, these are the things people don't teach you in schools, right? It's like, okay, so what's the deal? Like, what have I got to do? What have I got to figure out? Like, yeah. so apparently you use gas, but you have to get a supplier, but you use it anyway. So the supplier just charges you for what you use. Yeah. But then like you've got meters and you have to tell them your meterage so they can charge you the right amount, but you could just lie. But then when you move out, you'd have to pay all the extra. Like, what's the deal? Okay. <laughs> and then that's just the same for all the other adult stuff. But like, mm -hmm. I see it as a game rather than like, I'm boring enough to be like I just accept it. Yeah. Like I'm just at a part of my life now where that excites me more than the Reading Leeds lineup. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm yeah. just a kid. I'm still a kid, mate. I mm. think that's why I'm not scared of getting old. Are you not just an adult kid though? I'm point? an adult kid. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah but we're I, all a little bit right because I, when people say like, oh, I'm st like I'm, I'm an adult now, like nobody goes, oh, I'm really boring and I'm an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like when you grow up you realise just how limited your time is, so, you, you know, you do spend that time be, doing fun. Like, yeah. how many times have our parents, like, been too drunk or too leery of a party or, like, gotten a bit too blah, 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 do you know what I mean? Or, like, or, or just have a really, like, or fairly high spirit sometimes. Yeah. Like, I just think, like, I don't know anyone who's just a normal adult who's no. really mature, whatever that means, <laughs> and he's just really boring, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think that's a thing. No, I don't I don't think it is either. Yeah. And I, yeah, that does link into what we were saying earlier because I feel like all this adulting stuff is happening around me, but I still feel like I haven't changed that much. I still absolutely love like um uh basically having friends around or going around friends or <coughs> going on doing this that all the sort of you know those massive things that happen buying houses marriage and things they'll fall in place and I, I re I've realised that why worry about those things mm. because obviously you never know what's around the corner but you have to just enjoy your time and and if you're not yourself you're going to do those things you know you'll make mistakes mm. because you're either rushing it or, um, yeah, it sort of links in. You're rushing it or you're putting pressure on yourself to do it. So, weirdly, I've been a freak out 22-year-old. What am I doing with life? Where am I going to live? What jobs do I want? And now I'm a chilled out 23-year-old who's just, you know, um, I really believe it will all fall in place and I'm just trying to enjoy myself. Mm. Enjoy myself. and But also, um, you know, that doesn't mean that I'm a, I'm a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. like Magaluf every weekend. It means yeah, I yeah. want to be happy with myself. Yeah. I'm not always happy. But, um, you know, it means... It means... You're okay. happy when other people are happy. So. Exactly. So, That's so what I meant to say. You know, you having a good time, it means that everyone else is having a good time. Exactly. Whereas, you know, a dickhead... Mm. when they're having a good time no one else is having a good time exactly <laughs> that's someone. true love man 
when you want other people to be happy, that's love. And and you know we're not getting into agape love or Greek philosophy, but sure. there are different types of love. But that is love, making other people happy. What weirdly Twitter links into that because I tweeted, I'll tell you about this crisis. Oh my word! I've, I've got a story for you, Nick Burton. Um, but after this crisis, um, I tweeted out, I am so happy, and I did this as a tweet so that people know people that know this tweet is about them will see it and that will like yeah make them happy yeah so i didn't do it to like show off yeah so i tweeted out i'm so glad i'm at an age when oh, I, I think i saw the tweet go on uh, yeah i can choose who the people are around me i think i actually retweeted and that. i literally love them so much yeah the people around me at the moment are so supportive i'm so lucky i have like the most supportive family supportive <clears> friends <throat> I don't take any of it for granted. I know how lucky I am. You know, I want to shout them out all now, but I obviously can't because you forget <laughs> one a, and then they'll start know, crying. And I'm not a celebrity. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just my, they're just my friends. Everyone yeah, yeah. has them, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to hear this crisis? It's cool. a long story. Okay, wait, wait. So <laughs> yeah. before we go on the crisis, you're in charge, Nick. Nah, that's cool. We're both yeah. we're both chilling. But before I hear the crisis, I just want to say. Well, I completely get where you're at because I'm in exactly the same place. We're like, yeah, boom. We miss that. We're not baby. getting old, Come boy. On. We on the thirty, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we on the rich train, boy. Need to get some pit stains, boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm completely with you in terms of like, I'm just at the same place. Good man. Like being a uni, figured out exactly what a friend isn't, what a friend is. Mm-hmm. feel really bad about most of my behaviour during uni even though I don't think it was that bad like uh, oh man I've been writing lately like in terms of about I can't believe how selfish I think oh, sorry how selfish I am when I think I'm being selfless um, especially a few years ago like you know alright so when you're a teenager you're like height selfish mm-hmm. I think in, uh, I was in terms of like don't think about anyone else you have a go at mum and dad because they ask you to empty the dishwasher it's like what's that about <laughs> what is that like, you know what I mean like they raise you from like day one yeah and then you like give me a break right <laughs> <clears throat> and then you go to uni and you're like you're a little bit more selfless because you're away from home now you start to realise how much people do for you etc etc yeah and then you go to uni and then I feel like you just find loads like you meet 100 people and about two of them are okay mm-hmm. in terms of two, two of them actually want to you know be with you share experiences 100%. with you and then you leave uni and you get the job or whatever and then it's like oh my god like whoever you have you have to stick by and yeah. support because wh- how why why do they still put up with me i don't know yeah. but like oh my literally word. like and then so i think true. back to certain moments i'm like god i was awful yeah like what why would i never why would i ever stop supporting them at any yeah. point do you know what i mean like me and my girlfriend we just get off helping the other people like literally we could be on like say 50% of our income left for the week mm-hmm. and we'll just spend it on other people because we thought you know what we feel good about it to be yeah. fair but also like it's just worth it for us because we're not going to feel that much better from getting more chocolate or awesome. getting like you know what I mean like a saving for a new car do you know what I mean yeah 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 so anyway crisis mm-hmm. what's the crisis okay yeah Yeah. Well, um, wait so it's in you had a crisis yeah okay that was really well said mate I totally agree oh, thanks, man. I totally agree as well my whole university experience was one one person one and a half people and like literally and scary isn't it and you learn so much about yourself you need oh. to go through it 
I'd but re- I, oh man, that's a whole conversation. Because <laughs> like, I I agree, and I don't have any regrets. Put crisis on hold. <laughs> Again. Should I reveal this crisis, or is it embarrassing? No, 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 no. It's cool, it's cool. <laughs> but like, yeah, the, um, the uni thing's so weird. I don't regret it at all, mm-hmm. but I look back thinking like, what, why did I spend that much time with them? Or that, you know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. Like, there's just so much bad. But honestly, the one of, like, you get so all these great bad. books of ph- the philosophy of life, all of this, you get these great thinkers. It's very, honestly, uh, life is so simple. You have to have experience to learn, you know? Kanye said it right. It's obviously not Kanye that first came up with this. What well, doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. You have to go through things to learn. Yeah, you know, you change. You know, you, you just have to because people can say to you, "Don't do this, don't do this." Like, um, oh, I can't. I listened to a podcast. Someone was talking about this sort of thing, and they said it's like the kid. You know, your mum and dad go, "Don't touch the iron. Don't touch the iron. The iron's going to be hot." You're fascinated. You give it a small touch. You burn yourself, and then. You're not going to touch it anymore, yeah, but you yeah. had to touch it. You know, <clears throat> you're not always going to listen to what other people say to you. You've got to make your own mistakes. You know, 100%. you got to do it, mate. I completely agree. And well, talking some... about mistakes. <laughs> last thing, last thing. But to be fair, to be fair, I don't know if that's true for everything. Well, like, I don't have to commit murder to know, like, well, that was bad. You know Good what I'm point. saying? Like, I think some things. I just say, do what feels right. Yeah. And if touching the iron feels right at the time, touch the iron. Yeah. I know that sounds really broad and people are going to be like, well, I feel like jumping out of, you know, like just take it with a pinch of salt. Mm. But yeah, anyway, carry on. So crisis. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, wow. Where do I start? The main reason I want to talk about this and please interject with questions. Okay. I probably will. Yeah. Um, It's because I would never want anyone to go through this. Okay. Okay. Is it that bad? It's it's pretty bad, mate. It's pretty bad. Are you sure you want to share it? I want to share it, yeah, because um, I'm not embarrassed by it. Mm. <laughs> Blatant and lie. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, and you can be embarrassed, but also still want to tell it. My closest friends know it. Uh-huh. You even told me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, because you, I wanted to say it for this, it's, mate. It's fine. I want to see your live reaction, oh, boy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> edit, edit. No, it's good. Come on. All right, all right. So, let's start from... Okay, so... <laughs> Me, Harry, and Em had been on a night out. We get back here. Yeah. The next morning, um, I'm chatting with Harry in my room, and how are you, mate? Yeah. Yeah. And um, my phone goes off. Comes up on my phone, Santander as the caller. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to go into specifics, but I'll go into vague detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't expect you. To. I answer the phone, and they say there's some weird transactions going on. And they say, open up your account and just see if they're there. Um, so uh, they say there's pending payments for, so so first of all, they're like, um, there's an Amazon payment for 20 pounds. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's me. Then they go, there's a pending payment for 1500 to an Airbnb. And I'm like, okay, that is not me. Yeah what are you talking about so at this point obviously my heart is pounding yeah I'm terrified Um, and then they say there's another 1500 another 1500 another 1500 another 1500 
What? So like ten grand. So I'm just like, what? What it, it, are, the, are, the, are these happening live? As pending you, payment. As you see, as you're checking, they're coming up. Right. Or they're already all there. That this is why I told you into debt. I got that wrong. So, so you, this is why I've got to be so the, careful from it. By the way, I appreciate your clapping. Read the story. I appreciate your clapping. But... Let's talk over my voice. Oh no, it's fine. But it's just a little bit. A little bit. I rate you, Joe Rogan. Um, it's fine. I know you're enthusiastic. It's just no, a bit no, no. like people for some reason <laughs> don't want. You know what I mean? I say okay. that. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. I don't know. Car- carry on. Live carry on. Okay. It's fine. Okay. Don't, so don't worry about I was wrong. So basically, I, I wasn't on that. They were saying the payments, and and they I couldn't see that they were going through, but they said they were pending. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Then. Oh no. Then. They oh, they no. do a security check with me. No, Raf, Raf. Listen, 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 listen. Oh I'm God! Help, I'm helping the people. Santander came up as the number. Santander came up as number. You already, you have that number number saved. Um, yeah, I do. I'll tell you. I'll tell Sorry. you at the end. Yeah, okay. I'll tell you at the end what, how they did that. <clears throat> so they do a security check to me. Yeah. I'm not going to go through that, but basically. They do things like say, say the first line of your address. Oh no. And I say the first line of address. Yeah. And then they say, yeah, okay, that's good. They Because I, yeah, I think yeah, I'm doing a security check. Yeah. Um, so that all happens. Yeah. And then I hang up. They've said to me at this point, we're going to call you again to cancel these payments. Yeah. In the meantime, we're going to try and track where the IP address of the payments were made. And that the script is unbelievable. The script is unbelievable. The script is so professional. Um, so that's that 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 happened. I can't remember what day it was, but say that was f- Saturday morning. And you're like free hungover and stuff. And is- at this point, I'm just like, what's going on? Well, I just want to. I just want to make sure my money's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I want to make sure all my money's all right. Yeah. And I feel like these are the guys that are going to help me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, do we... Uh, so two so days you, later... So hold on. So you've checked... Have you checked your account online? Yeah, check my account online. And nothing's there. At that point. No, no, no. At that point, it's all still there. So all there's no there. pending transactions? They said it was pending transactions. You can't see pending transactions. Damn. You can't see them. But they've said they are. Oh, wait. What? You can't understand that there? Uh, I can see them on my account. Okay, so if I remember it, no I one think, else can see him. I think there weren't. There was nothing there okay. at that point. Okay, so two days later. Two oh, days later. Yeah, two days later. Yeah. Same person call up Santander, security check. They tell me like the IP address we, we saw it is from Scotland. It's obviously not you. We're gonna we're gonna sort this all out. Yeah. Um, and this is the key point. Psychologically, I'm. I'm thinking I want to help these guys to get my money back yeah that's what I'm thinking yeah it's not rational it's psychological so uh, yeah so then they do they ring me up five more separate times and they say we need a code from you to track these payments to get them back and this is the one thing that I'm, I've learned from now and everyone else needs to learn. That's why I want to say it. Um, 
you never, ever, 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 the irony of me saying this, give anyone one-time passcodes ever, 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 ever. The bank one-time. will, ne- the bank will oh, yeah. never ask for them. No one will ever ask oh, for them. Sometimes the bank asks me for some when I add up a new recipient. Um, yeah, they call straight for away. you to yeah. put into your laptop. Yeah, yeah. but they'll never over the phone. They'll never ask for it. Right. Okay. Ever. Yeah. Like no scenarios. And never ever give them out over the phone. I did it five times. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Oh god. So. Yeah. So. So this is why because I thought. Yeah. They said to me, "We need these to trap them down to get your money back." Yeah. The passcodes were coming in on a message thread which was my legitimate Santander message thread. So I scrolled up and there were old transactions that I've done before, legitimate ones. So I thought it was all legit. But then you get it all in hindsight. At the end, I'll reveal what, yeah. You could probably work it out. But, um, okay, so that's happened. Yeah. The passcode bit. Then we're talking three days later and this is where it gets, I think this is pretty funny. (laughs) <laughs> you didn't think I was going to say that. I'm really terrified right Okay, now. so Pretty I'm terrifying. in Leeds at this point. Yeah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> I am about to go for a job interview oh, for FDM God. Group. Two years, business analyst, and I got the job. I've, I've ruined it now. But I was about to go to a job interview. This job interview... Spoiler. <laughs> you got the job. This yeah. job interview is yeah. insane, mate. Like... Three I thought stages, Teach First assessment was centre and all that. It was a full assessment day, four exams, uh, maths, grammar, IP aptitude test and Venn diagrams, and um, three interviews. Just a full day of your brain working all of this. And this was the three job. Three interviews? Yeah, and this is like the dream. It's my dream job because it's eight weeks of business training, then you work for two years. It's, it's what I wanted, so I was so nervous. That morning, the morning of the interview. Oh, God. I go on Santander. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And all my money's gone. I don't want to, like, talk about... Well, specifics. Yeah. Not um, specifics, we're talk- we're but about- I was way into my overdraft, and it is thousands. Everything. Wait, wait, no, no. So you were already in your overdraft before they took anything out? No. I was I was now, because everything had gone. Oh, Five God. payments had been made. Humongous. It, it like, equated to... Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thousands. Okay. So oh, they, I'm hyperventilating. They said to me, oh. they said to yeah, me, the last yeah. time I spoke to me, this could happen, but we'll refund everything. You're liable for ever, to get everything back. You're not this stupid. Listen to me. You're not this stupid. <laughs> I don't believe. There was no Mate, calling up mum or dad. I always call up mum and dad if I'm... This is the thing. I talked to loads of friends about this. I talked to mum and dad about this. What? I told them... And they were, and everyone was like, "Yeah, it sounds legit." Yeah, that's how good this script was, mate. That's why I'm. All you had to do is talk to your friend Nick, man. I am not embarrassed to say this because. Yeah. I'll explain smaller details, but it is so clever on their behalf. It honestly is. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is the key part. Yeah. Is it? So I do the interview. Yeah, yeah. I did. No, no, no. Sorry. So I'm. Um, it's about 40 minutes before my interview begins. Oh, they're right, you up. <laughs> Great. No, 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 oh, okay. no, 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 no. This is where it gets interesting. This is why you'll understand I've done all this. Okay. okay. I ring Santander up because I'm like, the money's going out, but I just want to check. Everything's legit. I ring Santander up um, and I say, 
I know you said on the phone, like everything's liable, but it has gone now. Just want to check if things okay. Um, and they say, what are you talking about? We've never heard of you. What, it, like what payments, what liability? We've never spoken to you. From day one, that first phone call I got, I was speaking to the scammers yeah. throughout. They had copied the Santander, so it comes up yeah, with Santander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd, they'd done a security check on me, so they had like more information on me. They were doing the payments and the, the one-time passcode was coming through Santander. my message thread. From Santander. So it looked from Santander. But Santander had no idea any of this was going on. Because it just looks like these payments are taking place <clears throat> and I'm doing the code. Which I'm I'm still annoyed about because they are such dodgy payments. They're like Euro exchange rates, they're Airbnbs, they're from an IP address that I've never used before. And Santander never called me over this whole week. Um So so I spoke to them and Mate, I can try and make a joke about it, but that was horrendous. Like, I was like, oh my God. Because you think you've been talking to the good guys. From day one, you've been talking to the bad guys. From day one. So basically, and it's even more complicated than that. So basically, they had my card. <laughs> they had my card information. Yeah. Um, so before then I had oh to, you put your car on ATM and they copied it no 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 not that not that but before then I had to change my card it like expired I had to get a new card I get a text um, from EE that you will be charged unless you change your bank details so phrase like that that's weird do, the, do you mean change card because your card's expiring yeah was your card expiring? Yeah. Oh, there you go there. <laughs> so obviously I think that's legit. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. why, because I just got a new card, but it wasn't. Oh, that was the scammers as well. My God. I, it's I, scaring me. It's so scary. I went on that link. They had copied the exact template of the EE website to another website. What the hell? And literally. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. The, the web address at the front had like one dot different. You're not going to fucking spot that. You're freaking so me out, man. That's how they got my card details. And oh that's my how God. they called me up because they get my mobile phone number because I put that in there too. I know, mate. So basically, so so it all clicks then. The Santander guys. You are staying up late, you are right. now. <laughs> right. I, I will be fair. From that point, they were great. They were great. They were Santander. Like, yeah, we're going to have to do an investigation. I was like, am I getting the money back? Am I getting the money back? Am I getting the money back? They were like, we want to give you a yes or no, but we can't. We can't yeah. because is it is it? I assume they can't give you the money unless they find your money. No, it, it's no. Basically, because they can give you their money, which is basically they have money. a massive pot of millions where they they refund to people who they think have legitimately made a mistake. Ah, oh, cute. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's not so what I meant. Cute. That's not what I meant. You know um, what I mean? So, <clears throat> oh my god. So basically. Um, they're on and off with the phone all day. I tell all my interview people I'm going to be getting phone calls. I didn't tell anyone what that was going on. They weren't. Bo- they were. They weren't bothered. Not at all. That's why I love wow. FDM. That's why I love FDM. They were so cool. They were like, no problem. Just step Jeez. out if it goes off. All this. 
um, and I had a great, I loved my interview day. I got on with oh, all the other people. How did you get it? was one of those moments where you've just got to just suck it in. Yeah. But it's so weird because like little breaks. So li- a walk to an interview, I'm just thinking, oh, I- I've lost all my money. Um, which is terrifying, mate. It's honestly terrifying. So did that, go on. Go on, you got a question. I feel like it's in the moments of deepest, darkest depressions and despair where suddenly a breakthrough comes. Then, mm. like you're, t- you're, you know, potentially. Like if if I, you just lost all your money and then you had to go through like three interviews mm. for this job that you really want mm. for like two and a half years. Sorry, two years and like eight weeks, mm. and you got it. So this is this is the end of the story, and this is, <clears throat> you know, thank God. So I'd just like to say. Um, I, when I was going through it, I okay. So the interview's over. I walk home, and so it's starting to like set in, or it's starting to set in. I've talked to my dad loads. Oh, he was mate, the I'll, calmest. I'll like, he's just amazing. He's just an amazing person. And my word, thank God he was there for me that day, as he is for me whatever crisis I go through. Yeah, I've talked to I Freestone. I talked to Ben. I talked to Harry. I talked to <clears> M. <throat> And I, ju- I just sort of left it at that because I didn't, you know, that's that's enough people, isn't it? Um, and thank God their responses were just all brilliant. They really calmed me down. And thank you to my mum who took me gardening just to like get my mind off it. So it's the end of the Saturday. It's the end of the Thursday. Yeah. Next day comes around. Is this a week from Saturday when you went out then? Yeah, yeah so it's been a week. Um, Okay. So at this point, Santander are investigating the case. Yeah. To see if I get the money back. Um, and it makes perfect sense. It's because imagine if I was in with the scammers. Yeah. And they refund me. Oh I get my both. God. So they've got they've got to do it. They've got to do it. Right. So then I'm just gonna cut this short because it's such a long story, man. And I want to talk about other things, but um. I get a phone call from the job mm-hmm. and I've got the job. So that is awesome. The next day, what a great turnaround. Amazing. And this is the best part, mate. So you've got to remember, I'm about to go in yeah. and I've just, all my money's gone. Yeah. All Into my money. the bank. Yeah, so I open my account on my phone and it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's all gone. Yeah, Thousands. Yeah. I get the job and they say, the first response they say, we liked you because you were calm and collective. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? After all this, and I was like, "Was I? I fucking wasn't up here." What? So that was awesome. Um, and then yeah, and then um, three hours later, Santander, the real Santander, um, call me and say, um, "We're going to give you all the money back." Thank goodness. Oh my god! But but I had to do like a half an hour going through like what you shouldn't do oh okay the two things okay that I've learned and the only reason I'm telling this story is so I can spread these two things to to my friends and family that already know this story Um, never give one time passcodes to anyone over the phone Mm -hmm. and never click a link from a text no legitimate company would send you a link on a text they just never would so never open a link from a text Man, ever. So smart. Two things. I've it's had, so smart, isn't so it? So smart. Oh, it, the thing I always think, Raph, that's is, my story. Imagine 
if those scammers put that amount of effort into an actual job, how rich they'd be. That's my thought. Mm, I disagree, mate. I disagree because they are making thousands and thousands daily so easily. It's so just sad because you're just... You it's just fucking a, you're a leech. You're, just horrendous. Le- you're off. You're going off other people's earnings, and you're just taking. It's horrendous. Like you're taking old people. Yeah. You don't, that's beyond evil. Yeah, yeah, it, like, it is. It is. You know what I mean? Hard-earned like, money. Like most of the money in that account was from me and my teaching. And obviously, you know, like it was a horrendous school. Yeah. It was such a hard job. Yeah. Well-earned money. Yeah. And they Underpaid. got it like that. And they must do it all the time. Right now, people are being being scammed. A hundred percent. Like they must make millions, mate. Be smart out there, kids. I Be bloody smart. hope they get caught. My, I hope they all get caught. Like you say, it's it's so immoral because, in a weird way, like mugging someone and taking their wallet, you get your wallet stolen. It's not the end of the world. You go home. You cancel your card. Done. You know, someone breaks through your house, takes There's your TV. A thing, yeah. You know, emotionally, it's hor- horrible. But knowing everything's gone, everything. It's like coming into your house, has been burgled, and like everything's gone. Ev- You're just like literally everything. Well, that's my life. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's <clears throat> like robbers coming into your house, changing the locks. You're banging on the door, and they're saying, "We're not letting you in. This is mine now." Jesus. <laughs> With like big. It guns. sounds horrible. It sounds. I'm glad you got everything back. I'm glad. It's you such got a. Back. I've never had uh, two different contrasting days literally and like I, I sort of people might be like I don't know it's not even about it's not like a love of money thing it's a, it's just that you live off that in, you know you earned it you need money man yeah you can't deny it like no it's not like, I don't it's not love like, money I just need it it's not like you you have 10 million spare exactly we're talking about money you need to exactly. buy food and drink Mm-hmm. Some of that might be alcohol, but yeah, you know, it's lifeblood. It's not. Is that it? Yeah. So honestly, never share one-time passcodes. Never well, open a link go. to a text. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. All right, let's move that on. That was scared me half to death. <laughs> but, this, but you know, so the next day I got the job. I got <clears> the money back. I went for a curry right. with my dad. We went to see Yesterday, brilliant film, Danny was it Boyle film. Danny Bo- I can't yeah. believe he directed it because yeah. the idea is such a cheat. I've literally had that idea for years. Have like, you? What if you woke up and your favourite band never existed and you could just write all their songs? Mm. I absolutely had that idea 20 years ago. Without question. Nick. Without question, Ralph. It was, I think, to be fair, I think that being the Beatles thing was always like the idea. Yeah. So I don't think I made that up, but um, yeah. Did great, you see? Did you see when Danny Boyle was like, um, uh, he went on Graham Norton and Graham Norton asked him um, how expensive was it to license all the Beatles songs? Oh yeah. And he said it was the second most expensive thing I've done in my career. The most expensive thing was getting Leonardo DiCaprio for the beach. Oh my god! <laughs> I know. Isn't that mental? Bloody Leo! Right. Can Jeez, I... he's like yeah, but Leo was breaking through then. Well, I, I mean, he'd done Titanic, but yeah. he wasn't like Leo he is now. No. What? I know, it's crazy, isn't it? Oh, my right, God. Right, Nick, I'm going to be host. I'm going to be host. Okay, go Just on. Just for a little bit. Yeah. So, I'm I, f- I always think, why don't people do this to Joe Rogan? If I yes. was, If I was on Joe Rogan's Great. show, the only thing I talk about for three hours is him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, hi, Joe. Um, I'm going to ask you everything that no one's asked you before. Because <laughs> nobody ever asks him the questions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you not be fascinated? I guess because our lives 
aren't as interesting. Mate. <laughs> but like, how can you not want to ask oh, him about I like totally his agree. schedule, his mindset? Yeah. You know, like I know he always talks about breaking through and stuff. Yeah. But like, you, I want to be. I want specifics. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, how many people do you employ? Why do you employ that many people? Mm. Do you trust them? What do you trust them with? And I don't mean like I'm not expecting him to tell him me his bank details, but like. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want him to like tell me like things that I don't know. Yeah, no, you know I saying? totally agree. And other other great podcasts do do that, right? Where they flip it, and yeah, I, I, yeah. I find that so interesting. Literally every time, every you time. are right. I've never, I've never, I've listened to a lot of Joe Rogan. I've never seen one. Mate, they might ask him one or two, but it might be because the individuals he has got on there a lot of the time have a lot of things to say yeah. or have a lot of perspectives oh, to talk about. And, they're all know. on there for a reason, right? And they're extremely talented intellectual individuals. When they flip it to Joe, it's mainly like to link in what, what with they're what they've done. Oh yeah, sure. Or what they're talking about, <clears throat> comedy yeah. and. Jiu-jitsu. That would be cool. That would be cool. Man, literally. he should do one with Jamie, his computer guy, just them too. Absolutely, Raf. Maybe oh. for like the. Is he coming up to? Fifteen hundred. Mm, I think he's past that. Jesus. I don't know. He's coming. I remember when he was coming up to a thousand. Dude, and I was like, knows. "Whoa, <laughs> that's a lot yeah, of hours." And if you go on his YouTube channel, he's still got like number one. Yeah. And he's just sitting in front of the computer with his like mate. And it's, yeah. I think it's like him and his mate did like the first five. So yeah. you know, it's like every hashtag is a new person. Yeah, yeah, It's just yeah, the yeah. same hashtag, but like nobody remembers that stupid stuff. Do you know what I mean? So like the same reason nobody's gonna remember this awful sound I've been trying to work out all evening mm. like it's not awful but like the way I've been changing up and down mm-hmm. I just don't I think at the end of the day content is king in it mm-hmm. like even if you listen to Jordan Peterson through the worst microphone ever mm. it's the words that matter not the not the quality 100% isn't it? I like, hate, as long I as hate reading understand... comments it's all petty over oh, like yeah. come on uh, no. you're, you're anyway, lucky you're lucky to have him you are um, right yeah so I was just wondering yeah I'm just curious can I just I... really say I do love people asking questions oh I, I do. I always find that I'm always like the one asking everyone else questions 90% of the time. Because you've got the gear, mate. You've got the gear. No, but no, I mean, even in social interactions, yeah. like parties and stuff. Like, Well, do you not think, like, we're both pretty inquisitive. Like, I'll ask people about all their day lives all day long. You're more inquisitive than me. Sure. And I'm quite inquisitive. So sure. you're, you're all <laughs> inquisitive, mate. Yeah. All right, sorry, sorry. Go yeah, on. I was just going to say, so, like, I, I think it's really cool that you're doing this. Thanks, man. I think, like, we are quite similar in the sense of the sort of journalism, media, podcast mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. is our sort of mm. fascination. Mm. Um, and it's so cool you're doing this. It's um, so obvious you're doing this because you love doing this. There's no there's no alternative motives. If you, if you had to choose one form of media, if you could one day be paid to do it, mm what would it be and I mean like making films podcasting writing books what would it be <laughs> it's difficult because I don't know what the height of each of those bring with it yeah I don't know what life is like for JK Rowling yeah don't know what life is like for uh, Danny Boyle mm-hmm. obviously every life's different but you know what I'm trying to say in terms of like for example, a lot of people don't realise the craziness of Hollywood and how that can destroy you. Yeah. Um, but obviously music. Yeah. Without question. That's cool. Like, uh, <clears throat> it's just too important. Mm-hmm. Just too important. Like, that being said, the only other thing that's come close to affecting me like that is probably the words of Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. I never thought, and this sounds so cheesy, 
I never thought your entire belief system could be changed overnight through words. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> like, I'm literally like unbelievable. Amazing. Like, I never thought words could resemble so much in your inner self, in your yeah. inner body. Bounce around in your body like you've never heard that yeah. and yet you've always known it to be true. Wow. Like, unbelievable just the way that you can phrase sentences yeah with words and suddenly new truths are like brought upon you that you already knew yeah it's i i actually get that more from music sure sometimes i hear a lyric and i'm like oh my god how did you know how did you know <laughs> that's cool man yeah and honestly if there's anyone like there, there are people out there who are like why the fuck are they doing that why the fuck are they do you know what they are mate they are people that had a dream once and they're fucking it's dull now mm. and they've given up mm. and they fucking the way they cope with that is to shit on other people's mate welcome to our daily lives <laughs> they're knobheads <sighs> literally mate before I go on a rant about this right um, <laughs> music is like the best I, I actually I'm starting to believe that each song encapsulate a feeling yeah in terms of like when you listen to this song, you either get the feeling or you have a feeling or feelings. And like, for example, the feeling I get listening to Gorgeous by Kanye West is unlike any other, like Qualia, like any other song gives me that feeling. Yeah. And that's what's so great about music is like yeah. each song, each note, each instrument. Yeah. You know, and it's like putting the instruments together suddenly makes something different than mm-hmm. just the instruments di- uh, separate. Yeah. It's, ah, oh, uh, yeah, mental. And if you love that so much, you're doing things like this. You wanna, you wanna put your voice out there. Hundred percent. And you're doing it because you, you, that's what you enjoy. That's what you enjoy researching. That's what you enjoy listening to in your spare time. Yeah. It's not fucking about. People just think, why should we do this? We don't have a million subscribers. We don't have mm. fans. Mm. But it's not about that. We do it because we actually enjoy it. And the great podcasts podcasters the great musicians went through that ed sheeran used to do like 400 gigs a year around the uk no one fucking knew who he was like when he was doing these gigs yeah yeah no no one knew who he was he did it for the love of it yeah and like i'm not i'm I'm, you know i'm I'm very i'm not being big-headed but i'm not saying i'm I'm gonna be bloody ed sheeran that's not my thing but um or, you know we, nothing might come of it but we still do it because we enjoy it absolutely like, that's what you gotta do man absolutely people have their dreams if you want to be a fucking engineer go and fucking do it don't just don't let it die please absolutely. everyone has them everyone has oh, them oh man and if your dream is to buy a new washing machine fuck off get out <laughs> get out go to the I'll sun see you later, Ralph. mug <laughs> now the Ed Sheeran thing is completely true I still he clearly does it for the love because if not he wouldn't be putting out album and material still yeah. and playing gig still mm-hmm. period mm-hmm. if I was as big as Ed Sheeran I would have retired at Multiply whatever that album was like yeah, the old Conor McGregor literally like <laughs> just where's my coffee Nate what's, what's I mean I probably wouldn't because you like it too much and you have so much stuff to do but he clearly has a love for it yeah it's, it's such a good story of breaking through though yeah Ed Sheeran I don't really like his music but no, great really story either. of breaking through and like wait just when he thought he couldn't get any bigger he mm. literally gets bigger mm. I don't 
I don't know many pop stars as big as Ed Sheeran. Like, you know, you've got all the hip hop artists like, oh, I'm bigger than him and he's bigger than me. And like, <laughs> and then like, there's just Ed Sheeran over there going like, all right, guys, four nights at Wembley Stadium by myself yeah. with a looper. Now yeah. that on your t-shirt. I don't know why Ed Sheeran came to my mind, but it's just such a <clears throat> simple story of loving his craft. And Absolutely. Fucking succeeding more than anyone ever could have seen him succeed. It's so weird, right. I, I, I'm not... I wouldn't call me an Ed Sheeran fan now, but... You liked his music. That's we went what I mean. to a gig soon. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my friends are going to be like, you fucking did what? <laughs> um, we were young though, but we did. Yeah, we were really young. Forest. That but, was really cool. Um, yeah, it, his home, like his home yeah. gig, yeah. basically. But I was going to say, um, I remember when A-Team first came out oh, and it yeah. literally... That song's great. Me and Ryan Kirsten, I remember being at. <laughs> I'm dropping a lot of names. <laughs> being at D. Punk two dials, <laughs> fire numbers, please. <laughs> being at D. I know we have from Santander. <laughs> no, no. Being at D. Strauss' birthday party in in, in his uh, garden, yeah. he showed me a team. He played it to me, and we for the first time. Fuck me, yeah, for the first time. And that night, we were still young, so we 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 were still we didn't know what we liked in music really yeah, yeah, yeah. like very young like year eight something like that oh year nine, year nine ten yeah something like that but he, he played to me once and we listened to over over oh we must have listened to it 30 times that night that night yeah amazing we just loved it wow it <clears throat> it's a bloody good song and great song the 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 brilliant thing about that song is it had no money behind it it's him his guitar talking about homeless girl and it's just it's bloody beautiful it's a beautiful song i really prefer sad songs over happy songs i can't i get some songs give me a buzz like i want to dance on a move but I'm, I'm no songs really make me feel really happy yeah sure uh, it just comes off as cheesy yeah whereas certain songs make me feel not sort of sad but just like emotional that I think those that, sort of songs get yeah. me way more I think way, that's way probably more. because it resembles more of the world yeah the world is yeah yeah like as you know the world and is evil powerful. through and through yeah yeah so like it, it, listen, it's why like watching a maybe watching like a feel good film yeah um, like Eddie the Eagle just makes me want to cringe inside myself because <laughs> I'm sure it's a great film but like <laughs> You just you need a bit of tragedy, don't you? <laughs> you need a bit of tragedy. I'm gonna be a ski jumper, Dad. <laughs> so the only the only music I'm gonna mention in this is recent. It's from Georgia Smith. I, I really love Georgia Smith. I think she's great. I love how she's she's quite local to here, Walsall upbringing. Georgia she Smith. she wrote a song called Goodbyes, um, and I was just scrolling through Twitter and I follow her, and she re- retweeted her interview with Genius about the song. I'd heard the song before and I thought it was about a breakup. It's like... Oh, it's genius for people who put all the um, song descriptions on Spotify. Yeah, they do like the lyric Amazing. things. They're, they're a great company. Um, <clears throat> but she explains it more and it's about one of her school friends dying um, at a young age and it's like, there's lyrics like, um, you now belong to the stars, goodbyes, goodbyes. And you think it's about a breakup, but it's not. And she explains it in such beautiful detail. And like I listen to that song now, and new, new it's levels. weird because I feel I felt previously from songs for what I've been through and my emotion. Yeah, but this one you can just 
sense what she's going through. Obviously, yeah. you can't feel what she's going through because yeah, yeah, yeah. you haven't been through it. But my, you're so powerful. Such a beautiful song. Such a beautiful voice. And um, that's you know that's all I'm going to mention about that. Yeah. Goodbye, George Smith. Beautiful. Man, it's it's interesting because um, most of the time you, you listen to the song, you're like, okay, this is how I relate to it in my life, and these are the memories I have with this song. Mm-hmm. And then you you hear some of the background of the song or the meaning of the song, yeah. And it some it has a new meaning. But like, I I am a believer that a song means whatever it does to whoever. Yeah. You know, like I think if that song means uh, is talking about asteroids to me, then like that's fair play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's just thing like I know what you're saying though. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, it's like ah, oh, see, this is gonna really people are gonna be like, are you serious right now, Nick? Yeah. Jar of Hearts, right? By Christina <laughs> Perry. You never, you never the, guess who loves that song. My dad loves it, mate. I know the lyrics are like so 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 cheesy, <laughs> but it's just it's like the eighteen where the rhyming is just so good that you're like, I know what she's talking about. Yeah, right, I get it's it. Clever. Yeah, mm. yeah. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Running around leaving scars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. It's, I get it's, you, man. It's uh, it's weird. What um, back to the people hating thing. I really want to talk about that. I love it. What is going on? Some people are I, very miserable, Nick. Dude, I can't cope with it anymore. <laughs> I seriously, like, I can't cope with it. Like, any workplace I've ever had. Yeah. All they... Oh, God. This sounds really up your own arse, right? But mm-hmm. I genuinely do feel like, for the most part, I'm quite... Um, like, I'll do what I want. Mm-hmm. And um, that's positives and negatives. And to be fair, that's not always true, is it? Because I'm in a job I don't particularly want to do. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is, like, uh, like I'll just say what whatever comes to mind, and I'll, do you know what I mean? Like, but like people are so sensitive and they're so, and I feel like every workplace I've been in, people sense you, young, energetic, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. wanting to do your thing and be free. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely think they sense it and just go like, I'm going to shut him down. Under 30, bro. I'm going to shut him down. Yeah, no. I, Literally, I like, every workplace I've ever been to, like, yeah. he's happy, we're going to shut him the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Like, any workplace I've ever been to, like, oh, you know, like, if he messes up once, we're going to make it seem like it's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Even though all it does is affect a company that nobody here cares about. Mm-hmm. We all work for it and we don't even care about it. Yeah. I heard this amazing quote off the Netflix show Street Food. Mm-hmm. Amazing show if you haven't, you should watch it. And uh, there's a guy there who heads a restaurant. I can't remember his name, sorry. Uh, I can't remember what country either. But he said, be the head of a chicken, not the tail of a bull. And I was like, you got it. You got me. And what he's saying is, <laughs> head up, you, uh, <laughs> head up your own small restaurant. Yeah. And live and die by it and oh. work really hard to make it succeed. Mm-hmm. Don't be the head of a three-star Michelin restaurant. Okay. In terms of like, you know, you, you came in, not that yeah. you started it. Right. Right. Okay. Don't be the head of your small company. Yeah. Not the head of... Nando's. Nando's. Get you. And I was like, you're right. I like <clears> it. You're right. I, I can't... I literally can't think... I can't think I'll survive being a 30-year-old Nick working for someone else. Mm. Period. 
Ooh, you just, I just can't do it. Yeah, you got a lot of gusto to you. I I, I sense that. Thanks, man. Yeah. I think we're both. No, but I think we're both like we're really similar. Quite, mate. quite in terms of like just doing what we want. You know. Yeah, I think we have a lot of similar interests. You know what I mean? We have a lot of similar interests, and let's be honest, like we're both people that if we're if we're with our mates and there's a group of us we both like get it started we get it started we lead we we are like you know i don't think that's being cocky i just think fucking true right role. you know yeah and we love it we yeah. love it some people prefer to be in the background yeah that's fucking awesome yeah like freestyle i love people he got no 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 but he <laughs> loves being that cool dude smoking in the corner you know what i'm yeah. saying like just yeah. speaking this speaking this truth unreal and i'm like oh freestyle i get you Freestone yeah okay I'll talk about Freestone quickly and then I'll talk about it it has to be said the boy is so much smarter than people think sure (laughs) that's like everyone thinks he's a fucking fix shit it's not like (laughs) that but like alright Jack because because like because he isn't really that guy that will like start that conversation in a big crowd sure people don't know how smart he is how much he is well read and it's it's bloody hard to argue with him we have so they're not really arguments they're just like discussion debates that's it we have lots of debates on on whatsapp the boy is so well read he can quote so much my god so on whatsapp the other day I found this quote I put it in like the party description for my birthday it was like um, we drink drink to the joy of all the table um and I was like, Freestone, you got five seconds. Tell me where that quote's from. I'll give you a grand. You ain't gonna fucking get that. He's like, Macbeth. <laughs> what? How the fuck do you know one line from Macbeth? Like, some people be like, that's nothing. I'll, I'll read this, this, and this. But just, to, he had five seconds to answer. Wow. And then he shows a picture of Macbeth. He just, he's, he happens to be reading it. What? Oh, I see. You know, but still. <laughs> That's mental, man. It's fucking As if you impressive. had that. Yeah, Maybe you that saw boy. the quote and was like, right, I'm going to get rah. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> no. need to, we need to. That boy, hey, that boy. That is mental. He's a good boy. You two, so I want to talk about your friendship for a second because um, I'm going to be selfish here and say that I've never had mm-hmm. a best mate. Okay. Like I've had really good friends, maybe one or two best mates, but like right now in my life, mm-hmm. my best friend is my partner. Amazing. Which is which is fine. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that's really weird. They're like, no, 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 your partner's not your best mate. It's like, well, whatever. But um, you that shows you, you want have... to be around them. That's great. Literally, and um, true, true, and you you two have very much been best mates for as long as I can remember. Yeah. So like what. You know what keep I guess you just you just work like you just have similar but also different interests like what but what means that you grow on the same path like what means that when you hit twenty six and you're talking about washing machines he's not like ah I'm, I'm done I don't want it <laughs> you know what I mean yeah um, <clears throat> no brilliant so it, what it is is he knows more about me than I do and I know more about him than he does really. I think so. In terms so. of who you are as people? I think so. Right. So the thing is, with that comes, we make each other laugh till... I know if he sat there, I can make him be crying with laughter in 10 seconds. He could do the same to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, my God, every time we're with each other, yeah. we are laugh, crying yeah. with laughter. Yeah. 
Like, I remember, right, this is one of my funniest moments of Freestone, and no one will get this. They'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But we are having this debate. Usually it's like religion or philosophy or something like that. Politics, yeah. Um, and we were talking about, um, it was something like, um, do animals have souls? Something like that. Sure. And we're just debating, debating, debating. And I just fucking lose it. I fucking lose at him, yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, Jack, elephants mourn. <laughs> and, we, and there's that moment we look at each other. Yeah. And then we just fucking like crying with laughter on the Jesus floor. Like, Christ. Fucking like, we were just like, what the, like, oh mate, that boy, we have a fucking good time, man. That's why I know he'll be my best mate for life. He'll be my best man at my wedding. We have such a laugh. When we go through crises, we, we, we help each other. A few times at uni, at like 3am, he's called me up. And I'll, I'll be asleep getting ready for whatever. You know, I'm not a uni student anymore. Um, and I'll still answer and I'll help him through things, like this and that. But fuck me, he helps me more than I help him. Sure. My God. Sure. The amount of like times I've had to call him or message him and he's given me such good advice. Straight to the point of advice. Like, it'll be a savage to me, but I know he, he, mean, he means well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's more than like a standard friend because he goes that bit further and he just knows me more. We've known each other for so long. He, he knows me that well. And like, we don't even need to acknowledge we're best friends. We don't even need to acknowledge how much we mean to each other. We just know. Yeah. We fucking know. Yeah. And we haven't lived in the same city now for over half a decade Jeez. and it hasn't changed. Yeah. We still talk every day on WhatsApp. We still fucking, when we're on the phone together, have such a laugh, have such a good time. And when we meet up, it's such an occasion now that like, you know, our friendship will survive anything. It, it will. Amazing. Like, uh, that boy. Amazing. And I pray at everyone I know, I don't feel I hate anyone, anyone, mm -hmm. everyone I know has someone like that. Be that your girlfriend, be that your mum, be that your dad, whatever. 100%. I have loads of unbelievably close friends but he's my best. And you know. Is what it is. Fuck me. Thank God. Oh, literally. <laughs> I, I, I like to think of myself as Fun like. your girlfriend. I like to think of myself as like independent. And obviously it's to a certain degree you've got to be able to boil the kettle. But like. Like you say like really. when Proven. Woo! Best coffee in the league. Literally. Fuck you Joe Rogan. Uh, <laughs> Carry on. You just got to Bring think me my coffee Nate. <laughs> It's like Stephen Merchant, that is. Uh, when you um, when you think about it, though, you're just completely dependent on other people, aren't you? Like, mm -hmm. I think when it boils down to it, like, if something like the money thing happened to you, I'd have to just call mum and dad. God, yeah. You just, you don't know what else to do, do you? Mm. Like, and maybe that's a sign of how um, dependent our generation is. I'm mm. not sure. Like, in terms of, like, not moving out till they're 20, blah, 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 and not... Oh, it's way this. more than... It's way older than that well, now. Mate, I was yeah. reading about it. But, um... But yeah. We all rely on someone, don't we? Do you oh, know what I mean? So, totally, man. It's, no man's an island. It's difficult. And I, I've, I've found it more difficult throughout the years 
realizing who you should rely on and and who has got your back and mm. unfortunately that only comes from burns i think mm. in terms of like people just not like i've met a few people where i'm like man i really want to be friends with you but they're not really reciprocating that and i'm like yeah that's fine yeah, yeah. i'm a bit much sometimes i get that so like you just yeah. kind of you know what i mean you just kind of live with that but like at the same man and this kind of goes on to the whole like it sounds stupid but how many times have people not loved themselves enough Oh, it's horrible. Oh, God. But then what's the balance between oh, loving yourself like and so being badly, cocky? Man. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. It's like Matthew Conaghy said in his Oscar speech. It's like, he's like, thanks, mum, or something like this. He's like, thanks, mum, for teaching us that you all can't... All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, That you can't love anyone until you love yourself. Yeah. And I'm, I'm so a true, true believer of that. Yeah. Like, you just got to pay yourself enough respect, yeah. man. I used to really not love myself, <clears> and now I do, and I... I when I see people you can just tell when they don't absolutely and, and you just want to oh, self-loathing so hard because you want to you want to do as much as you can for them but at some point it's their bubble and they've got to get out of it man 100% and I owe getting out of mind for people at university for people posting lots of people it's not an easy thing um, but yeah but anyway going back to knobheads yeah. you're talking about your work yeah um, oh, I think God. it's there's a lot to unpick. Mm. I really like that we're talking about this because it it relates to everyone. Everyone meets these sort of people. Absolutely. Like, if anything, it's probably like a one to ten ratio of I meet people like you who yeah. are like still feeling the vibes, you mm. know, still still supporting people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, so <clears throat> there's things like you, you you don't know what they're going through. True that. True that, that is one thing to consider. Wife could be dying at home. Anything. You never know. You never, never ever know. know. That's why you can't be quick to, yeah. But when people hear that, they then go, oh, we, oh, I can't judge all these people. But you've got to remember, I said some. Some of them are just <laughs> twats. Yeah, true. And there is no reason for it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd also say, though, that even if the worst is happening to you I'm not sure that does give you an excuse to be an asshole to everyone else Afterlife man that's the whole message isn't oh, it oh literally what yeah. a great TV show brilliant like it is though isn't it it's like just because you're going through hell doesn't mean you have to bring it true, with you true true I, I don't think I've well okay I haven't consciously um something like grandma died or whatever yeah I haven't consciously tried to put it on other people such a tricky it is tricky so tricky man but like I don't think anyone we know would purposefully go out and just literally go to people and go like you're scum get out of my face Mate, just because their grandma's died like, it's because we're 23 and we've chosen the people we want to be definitely around definitely go back to Raph's tweet follow him on Twitter <laughs> no literally like at biography it's a joke <laughs> it's wordplay boy it's true though I'm isn't it I'm good with like, my words I'm good with the boggle I never fleas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Mate, it's true though, isn't if it? If we like, start quotes, it's going to oh get messy, God. mate. Oh, captain, my captain. Carry on. I'm the captain now. What's <laughs> <laughs> that the old day, mate? Oh. Buddy Tom Hanks. It's true though, isn't it? Like, we do pick the people that... Oh, that's another weird thing though, isn't it? You know when you go to uni and like in the first 24 hours you already know the people you're going to connect with like yeah. what is that about like yeah. subconsciously spiritually you just know some people you don't, just but... know yeah true okay, yeah. some people you'd meet okay yeah. but like most of the time i do meet people and i'm like within about five minutes i know whether i'm gonna like them or not yeah which is strange yeah right so going back to that sorry yeah the, those people at work yeah we've all fucking met them yeah work with them <sighs> it's a weird one mate because 
are so hard how to deal with them. Obviously, each person, each scenario is different. But do you um, have it out with them? Do you say, look, you're picking on me, you're doing this. Do you feel sorry for them? Hmm. Obviously, there's something going on there. It could be like a past experience uh, of a similar employee that's come in. It could it could be anything, something at home. It could be that they want to be you. They want to be young again. They want to have all their choices again. Um, or do you just ignore it? So at my school, there was one in particular employee um, who a lot of people will know about. Um... <laughs> Um, Special shout out to Shannon. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> um, and I did the last option. I just ignored it and took it. And like someone in the man- managerial role, or yeah. uh-huh. um, and in a weird way, I'm so glad I did. Really, because I've learned so much from doing that, and I feel so much stronger now. And I dealt with it all. And I got more revenge in the exit interview, but. Um, <laughs> But um, I feel like I I would approach it differently now. I would approach it differently. I deal with it head on much quicker. Would you? One hundred percent. But that wasn't me at that point. I just I just I just head down, got on with teaching, and maybe if I would have gone heads on, say the the first week, the first month, it might have ended badly. Maybe we would have had a worse conflict. And I might have left teach, teaching earlier. You, you, you don't know. It's such a tricky thing. But you've just got to remember that you're always going to come across these people. I'd just say, do your best to avoid them as much as you can. In work, be around the people that you know are going to support you. Mm. Um, Careful, mate. And just, um, you know, with those people, I don't know, I, I would, you know... It's, it's. I would feel sorry for them a bit, but also, don't let them ruin you. Absolutely. And they That's can. That's what they want. They bloody well. Yes, can. they can. Absolutely. They can whittle you down. Absolutely. So you got like little left, little to the point where they don't even pick on you anymore because you won't even like they don't sense it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you walk in and they don't feel the heat anymore. They just think like, all oh, right, he's dominated now. On to the next one. Yeah. Teaching's a really weird model where the better you are at teaching then you go into management roles and that doesn't mean you're a good manager just because you're a good teacher and it's a weird model because you do less hours of teaching and you're a good teacher because you're a manager so it doesn't make a lot of sense maybe you should be just be a teacher's teacher good teachers should teach as much as they they can Mm, mm, Um, oh sure rather than and good managers it's obvious who's good manager or not everyone in the school knows it yeah like if you're a bad manager it's horrible but the whole staff room are talking about you yeah they're saying why the fuck has he brought in that why has he done this and if you're a good one usually they're not yeah. And that means that means you're doing something well because you're not the you're not the guy, mate. If you think gossiping in high school is bad, work in a school. My God, affairs, gossip. It's I rough, will man. just quickly say, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many people are going to listen, but it's important for them to know. Teachers are unbelievable people. A good teacher, there's an unbelievable person behind that teacher. Teachers, 
it's it's just one of these jobs you've got to give everything to it it's so tough there's so much admin that the average person won't know about and I fucking applaud every t- single teacher out there my god you're doing such a good job you need to be paid more they should be paid way more it's such a in people think it's a valuable job in the sense of your reward it's a rewarding job it fucking isn't it honestly is not just for just for perspective Raf used to be a teacher <laughs> yeah. it's not because um you have that end of term day where the kids are like thank you you get that brilliant card with a beautiful message and then it feels worthwhile the average day at on the last day of term yeah. Sure. No Christmas cards or anything. Me. Yeah. Um, oh. What did I get? Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. But like, you, did you get any? Like, you got? Yeah. Wow. I got a r- really lovely one from the staff. The staff one was way better oh, than the, Sam, Sam. the kids one. Um, <laughs> it, it wasn't many. <laughs> the kids. The kids were just split. Do you know how many cards I got? Two. But oh. you know, there were two cards that all. And I got. And like, That's cool though. Yeah, I got this thing where like a kid wrote my name in Arabic on a little bit of card and laminated he'd gone through a lot of effort and gave it to me and that was just lovely that was just so nice but this is what I'm saying the average teacher the average day isn't like that the average day is where you've been working on a year 10 kid he keeps misbehaving you thought you were getting somewhere with him and the next lesson they're straight back to being a novel again it's so demoralising it's so like one step forward a hundred steps back it is so like that and people say it's a rewarding job objectively it is day to day life it isn't it's a fucking hard job and mentally teachers have to be strong to keep going Jeez. and not go and not do what I've done and go I'm gonna fucking stop this get a suit and tie and earn more money yeah and that's what I've done yeah. I'm not gonna lie yeah I, I've, I've done it because I want I, I am interested in marketing it's less about the money for me but I've definitely done it because I want an easier work life. Hundred mm. percent. Mm. No one leaves teaching because they're like, um, oh, I don't want to fucking teach. Uh, fucking, I don't want to teach about the Cold Country. War anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bollocks, mate! You just don't want to do all the admin. Yeah. You don't want to be working till midnight lesson yeah. planning. Oh, Teachers are God. amazing, mate. And fucking hell, it's not talked about enough. Do you know that there's a day dedicated to teachers? No one fucking knows that. I saw briefly one tweet about that. That day, there should be parades going on. Yeah, yeah. Teachers should be put on thrones. Yeah. Walked through the city. <laughs> yeah. You know. I completely agree with you, Raf. Fuck. Yeah. I think um, teachers would make good politicians as well. It makes sense to me. So such a learn. You learn about people. Yeah, you learn yeah, about yeah. culture. Then make brilliant politicians. Yeah. <laughs> Is anyone in our cabinet? Do they used to be a teacher? Mate, don't even get me started. Or on previously, that. Don't we, we are, even, mate, we are not talking about that. Don't that. even get me started on that. Uh, no, Brexit's happening. We're sitting here. Nothing's going to stop it. Why talk about it, mate? So, <laughs> I got a few things want to hash out here. Firstly, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk podcast, is it? Hash. <laughs> nah, but so firstly, um, the manager thing. Why is it? talk about politicians and how corrupt they get once they're in power just look at your daily McDonald's and see how awful the managers get as soon as they become a manager Mm -hmm. the only justification I can see for it 
is that they just abuse the power. Mm. I don't know what else to say because, like, mm. why is it that bad managers are so bad and good managers are so easy to spot? Yeah. Unless it is a case of the bad manager just loves just do this, do that, not doing. Like, for example, if you're a manager, I truly believe in, like, you should also be the one to sweep the floor. Mm. Like, people, your workforce is not going to relate to you if you don't do relatable things. Yeah. Um, and it's, oh, managers is a crisis at the moment. Yeah. I just, I hope one day I become a manager so I can prove the name of managers yeah. wrong. But it's hard. It's hard. It's hard yeah, to be a humble sure, manager. Sure. Because you, you, you know, and I've no idea what it, I've never been one. Um, but something you just said is so true. Like, should a McDonald's manager sweep with their staff? The best managers I've come across, so my mental health department, she worked the maximum amount of hours she could work. Jeez. She'd be like the legally, first one or... in, the last one to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah wow. Within the school's framework. <clears throat> she did as much of the, you know, what I'm trying to say is she she didn't have to. She could easily, she could have done the minimum and said, I'm head of department. I've got this, this, and this to do. I, uh, yeah, I don't have to do that. She justified her power so well that everyone loved her. And, you know, it's not an easy thing to do because you could easily be in a powerful situation and I hope one day we both are. I hope one day we both, you know, get to be more creative in our work and you know run projects things like this um, it is you have to, to be loved by everyone and for you to justify your power you're going to have to fucking work hard mate I think that is it just like that McDonald's manager if people are going to love him they want to see him sweeping the floors they want to see him flipping more burgers they want him to be you know checking up on everyone are they okay is this okay uh, has everyone been paid on time there's so much to it that some people become managers and they they neglect it they, they, they neglect the role and that's where the hatred grew from some people like you say abuse the power and sort of um, take it out on others or treat others unfairly or have favourites fucking hell Mate, That's one of the worst. Oh. Managers that have favourites, it's just wrong. The worst. You can be fr- like, I'm going to use her as an example. Mm-hmm. My 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 head department. She was. <laughs> I said that earlier. Oh, okay. She. Okay. It's good. It's good. Yeah. This yeah. is the good one. Oh, sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were. Sorry. Yeah. Carry on. She um. She favoured particular staff, as in she was better friends with them. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, but everyone knew when that bell rang, when we were in a meeting, we were all equals. Yeah, it, it, I felt so comfortable contributing. Yeah, I felt she she made sure everyone felt so valued, and, and like you know, uh, they have to work hard if they're going to be good managers. I get the stereotypes and all that and like yeah. I get why like I make really stupid mistakes sometimes. Yeah. But um at the same time I shouldn't be uh generalizing stereotype for that. And at the end of the day, I always turn up to work on time. Yeah. Always put 110% in everything thing. I do and not everyone does do that. Exactly. And the, the ma- those <clears throat> certain those type of managers won't Literally. ever acknowledge no. the they just go straight to the bad never say thanks they go straight to the bad and rather than trying to help you it's straight to the criticism 
I mean, come on. Why are you not improving me? Come on. If you want the kitchen to get better. Vulnerable. Literally, mate. Oh, it's terrible. I don't know what to say <laughs> about it, man. Like, like It's a good thing to talk about, though, because like you is. said, like everyone goes through it. And, you know, some people are managers now, some people... But everyone's been through... But everyone's been on both sides of those scenarios. Do you think? Yeah. Like people being on the manager, you trying don't just to... become a manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't just become a manager. You've no, got but to start. I wonder maybe you, like they become the manager that people hate because they had a manager that they hated. You know, yeah. like I don't know. You bloody, yeah. But they're probably their boss now anyway, so I'm not really. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's a weird one, man. And oh, I'm just getting a bit. I'm just getting a bit sick of it because like this sounds really pompous, but I just I do sometimes look at things in, in the past and stuff and just think like you know what. I do think I can manage particular situations a lot better than you. Yeah, 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 I get that. And I haven't got the stress level of you, and I haven't worked as much as you, and I haven't got as much experience as you. Yeah. But I just think that in some situations, like, yeah, I would handle that completely I get differently. It. Maybe that's just managerial style, I don't know. But Bring like, back the Romans, Nick. Oh, God, Romans. They, they manage well. Mate. You're not one of us. Fucking burn. The, the army was top, the hygiene was top, and that was like 2,000 years ago. And then 200 years ago, it was awful. Like, we've gone backwards. You know what I mean? Like, we've been worse more recently than further before. Yeah. That's stupid. I was talking to a mate the other day about Victorians. You know how they used to, like, do toilet things in buckets and throw mm. out the top window? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. like, a common image. Yeah. We did that. Have you ever thought about this? <laughs> Take the bucket downstairs. Yeah. And just put it in the sewer. Don't fucking throw it on your neighbour. Yeah, literally. Come on. <laughs> Have some respect. Oh, manager. Oh, I guess it comes down to the whole like, maybe. Oh, do you know what it is, Raph? Creaky maybe just talk about going on rants. We're going on one right now. Oh, is it? Right. One rant, then when next topic. I'm see. I'm going to Asda for my lunch. Okay. For my hard-earned lunch, right? Yeah. And I see couples, people with children. Mm-hmm. What are you doing in there during the day? I go see. I go past the gym. It's it's mad, mate. Don't even go there, right? I'm going past the gym. It's like nearly as busy at twelve o'clock in the middle of the day as it is at five o'clock. Yeah, that's a lie. I'm exaggerating. I'm a drama queen. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Where? What are you doing? Have you got shift work? Fair enough. You're not in there every day at twelve unless you work night shifts. Fair enough. But not everyone is there is working night shifts, right? <laughs> and then, <clears throat> and then I go to like some other place, like down the road, like Soliol or something. Yeah. And then I see a family with four kids. They haven't even got trainers that are like functioning. They're falling apart at the seams, and they're playing with an iPad. And I'm just like, where's the value gone? Where's <laughs> People can't parent. People can't even parent. And, like, we're worried about... Oh, I don't even know what to say, man. I'm like, getting it's, it's, a bit. It's, right, the cycle continues, okay? Yeah. If someone's raised poorly yeah. or raised with the wrong values, and I know that's subjective, I don't care. It's not subjective Yeah. to me. Um, It's just going to continue, isn't it? The cycle of, like... I don't work or 100%. this cycle of iPads are the thing that entertain my kids so I don't have to deal with them like what is that about mm. like my partner's a speech and language therapist and constantly there are kids there who can't talk because all they know is the iPad uh, like what's that about uh, I'm so glad that when we were kids there was none of this oh, so God. glad that's why we, you know that's we why we know childhoods. how swings work yeah, yeah I don't know man like I'm just getting a bit <clears throat> I'm getting a bit I'm getting a bit resentful because 
every day I see people like passionate as us doing their thing and it's just roadblock after roadblock in terms of their friends hating on them and their family hating on them and then I see people getting so rewarded for doing the mm. wrong thing like the drug dealer opposite the road getting so rewarded mm. and I've come to a foreign land you know three hours from my hometown <laughs> I've come to a foreign land got a job no, from degree yeah built up a flat for me and my partner yeah and like couldn't be more proud of mm. what we've accomplished thus far yeah you know and he deals t- for two weeks and can do the same thing mm-hmm I, after I've, what we've worked for for like 10 months I don't know what to say I just get resentful about it and I know it's bad because I shouldn't get resentful you know what I'm saying like as soon as you start getting resentful it's, it's when you start getting down in it in the downward yeah. spiral no it shouldn't make you feel down no. but I get what you mean mm. I, I find it a bit mad well I am between jobs at a minute so I can't really talk because I'm sure. one of those people um, no, but we all have unemployed like I was, bloody hell there are a lot of people in New Street on the average day what, what are they doing? What are they all doing there? It's just a sad day. It honestly is. You are right. You are right on that. Um, you know, it's a tricky one. Like, I get why you feel resentful sometimes. Yeah. And, and it's bad, certain it? situations you absolutely should. You're mm. justified to. Others, let them get on with it. Yeah. They probably haven't got the best. Let them do that. They haven't probably got as good as a life as you think they Absolutely. have. Absolutely. And but I know I'm tricky. from like a it's tricky, man. good background. I know exactly what you it's mean. It's just, I, th- I think it's important to express my weakness yeah, yeah, in yeah. feeling resentful. Oh, God, mate. People. I do too, man. You know? We all do it, mate. It's because I know, uh, like John Peterson said, the best thing to do is compare yourself to yesterday, not to someone else's today. Right? Mm. If I look at Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, I'm like... I don't even know what to do. I don't, I don't this is like, America. Ooh. I don't even feel like getting out of this chair because of how much he's done culturally. It's crazy. Right? But then I'm like, yeah, but look at what Nick did yesterday and look at what you're doing today. Yeah. Like, that's an improvement. So just keep doing that. Mm. And it just makes so much sense. Yeah. You know, like, you can't you can't just look at, like, Beyonce and go, like, oh, my God. You know, she's done X, Y, Z <laughs> times 30. And I'm already 23 and she was already had three multi-platinums you can't do that it's too unhealthy man it's too unhealthy like you've got to go with what you've got and you've got to go step by step and I do think that like the Rome analogy of Rome wasn't built on day is absolutely true because like I know people say that that overnight successes aren't a thing but in a way they kind of are aren't they because like all the hard work eventually does lead to a kind of break yeah I think yeah. But obviously you don't see all the hard work, do you? No. Like Joe Rogan, you don't. You don't. All you see is like the numbers. You don't see the one thousand five hundred episodes before that, do you? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent for sure. Yeah, every everyone has their has their story and their work and things. Hundred percent. No, I get what I get. What you're saying completely. Yeah. So what are you gonna? What you What's our to, next topic? What did you want to talk about? <laughs> did you have something? Did I did I track you off? Did I um? Um. No, I don't think you did. I don't think you did, bro. Oh, uh, I don't know if you had a one in mind that you wanted. To oh, do you want me to come up with one? Do you want to come up with one? I fucking come up with oh, one. Oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, there's a few. Okay, so uh, I think we're we're talking about anthropology a lot, and I like it. Yeah, what's that again? The study of humans. I thought that. Yeah, yeah. Stupid name. It's uh, there'll be some sounds like ants. There'll be some Latin Greek. Oh, there'll okay. be a reason. I'm, okay. I'm guessing. Okay. Um, I like that because I think, <clears throat> I think, 
if, if we're talking things like politics, religion, it can get, it can just, you can go on tangents easily. If we're talking about bad managers or something like that, mm-hmm. it's just easier to sort of give our perspective. Um, so I was in this situation and I'm not even going to lie right now. I'm saying this to show off a bit. <laughs> you know, I'm not fucking... Everyone has a little bit of pride in them, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I'm, t- I'm saying this to show off a bit. And I'm saying this because I'm interested in... I've been in other situations... Which sounded Scottish. Situations where I haven't done this. So I was in the gym the other day. I've only, only ever, I've only told one other person about this. But I was um, rowing. I'm trying to get Love fit, rowing. guys. Ugh, I've lost one, 4K in one in two weeks. Yeah, me, mate. Boom. You mean I, four pounds? I've got 35 more to do. No, I mean KG. <clears throat> oh, sorry. KG. Well, you're not American. Uh, fair enough. I know. I don't mate, know why I'm doing it's that. It's all right. I, it's easy in terms of weights as well. In it yeah. The row machine, by the way, one of the most underrated cardios ever. Yeah, it's so hard. So hard. Carry on. Yeah, so I was just doing that. I look over and there's... Uh, he, there's no other way of saying it he's a very big guy a very big guy in the running machine he I saw him when I first went in and he was just walking on this running machine yeah and then when I was doing the rowing I saw him jogging yeah slowly jogging really big guy um, and then just behind them just in plain sight are these two I'm guessing 16 I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. Two 16-year-olds filming him. And they're fucking laughing their heads off. They're like... Oh I don't know. I, I, I didn't hear one thing they were saying. But they were <sighs> laughing their heads off. Like... Do, were they he like has, his crew or... No, two, two, two. Two of them. No, no. But were they like doing it for his Instagram or... You know what I'm saying? Like, was he? No, no. They were not. Oh, They were God. taking the piss out of him. Oh, they were not connected. Why, why would you do that? It... I mean, what the fuck? And the thing is, yeah, death. They, death. they were just laughing. They were just laughing. Yeah. But then I saw him get out his phone and film him, and I was like, "Fuck me, that is that is not right." Yeah. That is wrong. You're being an asshole. The the running guy had his earphones in. Oh. He was watching something, so like he didn't know what was going on. He's just chilling. So his thing, getting big. And this is so not me, mate. Mm. I'm the guy that just oh I know what's coming I'll go home and be like oh there were these two twats but I won't do anything about it yeah that's got to change teaching has changed me in that <clears throat> teaching has changed me that can be dangerous though because like you can die from, can, you, you can mate. die from situations yeah, like this yeah you are right you are right you've got to be sensible with it yeah but like teaching has changed me because when I came across bullying in teaching yeah I really lost my shit I oh, in terms of the kids bullying, Ugh. like straight out, like don't even talk to anyone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like straight out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Out of the classroom. Yeah, Thing yeah. is, I feel like they're really good at um, hiding it. Yeah, like, no, no. Most and- of bullying now is on Snapchat. Oh god. Count so, Yeah, I was just gonna say. So, so I go over to these boys. Oh, they. Oh, I thought they were girls. No, boys, boys, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would have done it if it was girls. Girls can be scary, man. Oh, um, girls got all the power. <laughs> and I just go, I wanted to make sure he didn't hear any of this. So I just go, boys, can I have a word for you with you for a minute? And I just They're like looking at you like, who the fuck are you? Like, no, 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 they really weren't like that. Okay, which cool. is lucky. Yeah. It was lucky. Yeah. Do you know what they look like? They look like they, their mum had just told them off. They had their, looking at the floor, 
Yeah, yeah. So got, what do you say? These then? aren't like children. Yeah, yeah. So what do you they're, say then? They're... So you pull them over and then... Yeah, so then I just go, look guys, um, you can't film other people and you, you shouldn't be taking the piss out of this man for trying to better his life. He's trying to better his life. He's trying to do good for himself. Don't laugh and take the piss out of him. And then I I was fucking terrified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I were just they go, quite big te- teenagers or? No, not really. You were being right. Okay. <laughs> they were yeah, big, yeah. they've gone out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was just like, if I see you filming him again, I'm going to tell someone and we're going to get kicked out because you can't do that. Yeah. And that was it. And then I just went. Wow. They didn't say anything, not a thing. Bravo, bravo. I'm so glad I did it because like, hopefully they'll you know remember you did that. The right thing. Hopefully they'll remember and they won't do so they anything like that stupid kids. again. They just yeah, act well, like they're 16. They're still young. They're still young. Yeah, but even at 16, when we went to the gym, there's even... no way we would have done that to a guy no, that big. Not no. a chance. We wouldn't even film people in school in case we were stabbed. Yeah, we didn't even have phones. But you know, but you know, like this is such a fucking generalization. But like, I'm guessing their dads are the type of dads that go to pubs and take the piss out of everyone. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sure. That sort of thing. Yeah, because that's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh God. Um. I literally but geez, uh, like they had to learn that lesson <clears throat> I totally agree with what you're saying you could do something similar in the street and one of them could pull a knife out you don't know but the thing is I used to be someone that would oh, okay this is this is really interesting I think because I've sort of gone through this in my head a few times I used to be the guy that wanted to make everyone happy and I'm not anymore now I am the guy that sort of justice and like respect is a bigger thing for me. If you respect me, I'll respect you back. If you don't respect me, I'm not gonna try and make you happy. I used to be the peacemaker. Being the peacemaker is is sort of like what it is is um Life of Pi just comes to mind. I don't know why. I really love that book. But there's a scene in Life of Pi where the the son, he's really interested in religion and he says, I'm a Catholic, Hindu, Jew, Muslim. And the dad goes, believe in every religion is like believing none. It's sort of like that. You're trying to make everyone happy. You're almost not making them all happy because, you know, you're just making everyone happy regardless. Mm, mm, mm. You need to grow an identity where you you stick up for what you think is right and what you think is wrong it's really important and it will make you feel so good about yourself you need to do that because then you will quickly realize what you want in your friends in a partner in everything because you're not making everyone happy you're um you're fighting for justice and respect it's so important and literally it's a horrible saying but nice guys finish last I do really agree with that Mm. because like being being a nice guy is good but you can I think there's a difference between a nice guy and a moral guy Mm. such a difference speaking about truth that's the truth right there I would literally completely agree with what you're saying. I used to be exactly the same. Like when you're in a social group, you just want everyone to have a good time. You want everyone to be happy. And then I think it's an immature. I think it's a that age thing. Mm. 
16 to 18. But you just want a good time. You don't want party people, right? 16 to 20. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to upset people. And then like, oh God, you're so right. And you just get to an age where you just think, you know what? Like, I'm not the problem not being able to convince you to be happy. You're, you're the problem. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's about a problem, but sometimes it's just like, sometimes you won't click with someone, and that's fine. Yeah. That's fucking, people don't understand how many people there are out there yeah. for you to meet. Yeah. My God, I love meeting people now. I used to think I was in this boat. Like, <sighs> there's someone for everyone, 100%. There is, some, there is a million people for everyone. Apart from those twats at the gym. <laughs> There is no one for that. They've already got their dads. <laughs> My dad has this brilliant story of like, it's, 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 there's different ways of looking at it. Sure. But like at, at one of his churches, he used to be, I won't say it. <laughs> no. Um, he, he, church. What, were you going to say the church name? No, I wasn't. Oh, okay. was no way someone would trace this story. It's no. so old. But there was this parent who sort of said, um, My kids are getting bullied. Like, I don't know what to do. They sort of reached out to dad. Oh, God. He Are went round, no, like school. Okay. He went round their house. He met the kids. Oh, your dad. <laughs> and this man. first four, I totally understand why they were getting bullied. They were little monsters. Oh. They were just absolutely rude, just so like arrogant, pride arrogant. Oh. And it just all clicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So man. it wasn't like they were innocent, do good. No, 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 no. They no, were no, the no. opposite. Yeah. Oh god. And he's like. Okay, what a tricky situation, huh? Um, so but, yeah. How do you tell the mum that like your kids are little shits? You can't. Yeah, I mean that is too awkward. Sure. That's like peep show awkward. I can't watch that show. It's too awkward. Can you not? Literally. Can't My mate watch just it. got me into it. I literally, I finished it all in three days. It's so good. That's what Netflix does to you, man. It's such a. It's such a. Socially. It's a n- another level of humour. It honestly is, because. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's stay on. Let's stay on the. <laughs> Let's stay on the bullying thing and stuff. Um, and what, what were you Brilliant saying? man. What were you Fuck saying before? Because I've just lost my train of thought in terms of the life of Pies. Yeah, like trying to please everyone. Th- thing is, Raph. It's not possible. For me, it's difficult because in the situations I find myself in now, mm-hmm. I agree where people won't click and I've accepted that. Yeah. But at the same time, I have very... Okay. I go to work every day and I spend more time at work than I will anywhere else. Yeah during the weekday I find it really difficult if I don't get on with people or I disagree with their opinions and or actions yeah but at the same time like it's easy to say like okay if you don't agree with them fine just do your job or whatever but I also think like but I'm spending the most of my the majority of my time there so I think I do kind of want to get on with them yeah and I'll always put myself out there, mm. but hardly ever, you know, not not in terms of an individual. I just mm. mean, like, put myself out there again and again and again mm. to be like, look, um, I want to just help. I want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, go be overly committed. Mm. And you just never get the reward. And I just, one day I was just like, why should I then? Mm. And it's terrible because I want to be passionate about my work. Yeah. But it's difficult when you don't get... Um, I don't even mean physical rewards or like maybe even emotional rewards. I just kind of mean like a, maybe even an acknowledgement. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I'm too selfish. Maybe I'm too no, pathetic. Like, I don't know, that. man. That's I don't everyone, know. Like, I just that. need a, a signal, a yeah. little light, just going like, you're doing good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just a little... You deserve it. You deserve it. But then maybe I don't. I think you do. Maybe. I have no idea like <clears throat> how hard you work, but I think you do. Sounds Thanks, like man. you do. Well, like, I don't know, man. It's difficult, like, 
It is difficult, isn't it? Because and then you see like like you say, the nice guys finish last, and then you see some guy get rewarded for like not doing his job at all, mm. and that just makes you want to go in and quit. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like work is a different scenario. But when I say I used to be a peacemaker, I literally mean everyone. I everyone I wanted to make happy. And it's fucking impossible. Impossible. That's what I've learned. And I, but it's good, man. Yeah. Rally around your troops. Mm. They're your people. Mm. Stick up for your people. Because mm. they love you as much as you love them. Mate, I remember, like, I was talking, I think I was talking to some of my friends, right? And they were like, oh, it's so awkward when this guy, like, committed you know, a blog post or whatever. Mm. And I love everyone in, t- in terms of everyone I'm talking about in this conversation. Yeah. And um, I was like, actually, you know what, guys? I think he's really bold doing that mm. because he's putting himself out there mm. to possibly get the mick taken out of him, mm. right? And uh, they were kind of like, oh, yeah, well, I guess they, I guess he is. Mm. And, like, maybe they were lying. Maybe they don't. Maybe you think oh, I'm being shit as well, like, or stupid. But, like, I, I did feel good about standing up for what I believed in in that scenario in terms of, like, you know what? <clears throat> if we're not going to put ourselves out there, who's going to put themselves out there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Boom. We're coming for yo. Like Agreed. if you if you can't talk about how much you love your dad, who's gonna who's gonna talk about it? Mm. If you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you gotta lead by example, haven't you? Yeah. And that, mate, you want I want one mansion for managers to take. Lead by example. Mm. Best thing you could ever do. Yeah, I yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. If you if a manager gossips and does all this, why why shouldn't you? If a manager fucking comes in, like, why shouldn't you? Exactly that, man. It's bad. Bloody though, isn't managers. It? Oh, what are you gonna say? Sorry, That's why we've got Daniel Farker, <laughs> mate. First game Friday. Is so, this what's Norwich, this? Norwich City? Oh, uh, is that Kick that's not Liverpool, is it? It is. Oh, isn't there a bit kerfuffle about? Look at Nick. Thank you. Wait, the season starting already? Is the season starting already? Now Friday. It just finished. Oh it no, it's finished. mad! It's mad. And then we had that stupid. If you're a international football fan, in the sense of you follow leagues around the world, every day, man, that you could watch something easy. I don't know how I feel about that. It's fucking, you shouldn't. That's too much, man. Good stuff, mate. <laughs> next time we're talking about football, I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. So what? What were you gonna? Sorry, I cut you off. Were you gonna go on something before I cut you off? I forgot. We're talking about um. I went back to the manager thing mm. but you were going to talk about something else peep show side to look with yeah all <laughs> oh, right right, right. <clears throat> yeah um yeah obviously like all tv subjective but i would recommend if you've seen in between is a hundred times if you're re-watching you know comedies that you keep seeing and you want fresh laughs i'd recommend peep show would you I, especially for people <clears throat> our age I, literally i'd say 22 60 mm. from 20 till fucking when, infinity yeah um it's it's so relatable it's so quotable oh it's just genius i love yeah, it really? i love it oh, it's so awkward man i can't i can't deal with <laughs> oh, it oh it's beyond awkward i mate. can't deal with it man i just can't I'm sorry. <laughs> i know that's the humor but like it, i don't even know if it's funny if you know what I mean because it's so awkward it's funny scenes mate oh mate it has me in tears mate man that's it it's all subjective man should we wrap it up what do we want to watch yeah bro alright sound 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 yeah no um, thank you Nick no worries thank very you, interesting and just like I said before I fucking love that you're doing this and Thanks, um, 
Thanks you know, for coming don't on. let dream crushers get you, man. I appreciate dream that. Dream crushers are after you, mate. I They're going to be that. like, what the fuck are you doing this? Ignore them. I appreciate Keep that. Keep it man. up. Deja vu right here. We'll do it again. You're number one. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, as in, well, you are number one, but you're also the first podcast. So, Dude. hopefully that lets you know how I feel about you doing this. Cheers, mate. No worries, man. What, should we wrap it's it up? Getting then? emotional here. Ooh! Yeah, man. Kay. Cheers, guys.